So, what do we want to start with this week? How Souls treating you? I Nick beat, it. beat Souls already, which is mm-hmm. impressive. Now, we were it, talking offline. Yes. And you seem a little hesitant about some things. Yeah, I'm going to reserve my final judgment on this one for a while because I need to think about it. It's, you, need, you need to see if the Nick Reed sour, the media souring effect. That's not going to happen just <laughs> yeah. because it's a, like, I know, I know that's probably how it sounds just from me not going, oh, I loved it. It was fucking amazing, whatever. But it's just another Souls game. Mm-hmm. And whenever it, originally got announced i don't remember if we had this conversation on the podcast or it was just in chat but like i sort of didn't want this game to exist because it felt like it was unnecessary yeah i felt that way and and i still got really excited for it and whatever we talked about it we were all pumped i still really loved it it was great but it's just weird it's a weird thing it's just more souls and I don't know how it stacks up. It's back to the greatest to the hits argument. Y- yeah, like it's it's so familiar for me, and it will be for you, yeah. Alex. So like, it's I mean, I, I'm only it's weird. I'm only I can't remember the the place after Crucifixion Woods, but yeah, I'm only there, and it, it's I know the familiarity argument. Oh, there's I get it. There's a lot more. Yeah. yeah <laughs> There's a course. lot more very obvious stuff yeah. that's both really cool and maybe not cool. That's what I haven't decided yet. So mm-hmm. so was, that, was this not the same case with 1 and 2? No. I mm-hmm. mean, well, 1, obviously, no, because 1 was... it. That was like a really big deal no, I mean, when was, that game came out. It was 2 vastly different from 1. Yes. Okay. Yeah, here here's the thing, Josh. As far as gameplay is concerned, of course there are nuances, there are fine tunings, there are yeah. different ways to play it. So that did continuous continually evolve as the series evolved. But the overall experiences are totally different from Demons Dark and Dark Two. Just the way the world structure is, the way you progress through the game, just in general, they're very different experiences, and yeah. I'm going to guess that Nick is going to say that that's not the case for three. No, three three feels like a step backwards in mm-hmm. a way because of uh, because of how how lauded the first game is for being so cohesive and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like whenever they started developing this one, they were like, okay, let's just go back to what worked on that one and do it again instead of really doing anything new where the majority of the internet hates dark souls 2 because it wasn't an interconnected world that's the only difference between the games it's really such a bad and it's, reason it's to hate very on. it's a very bad reason like i understand that aspects of dark souls 2 are really disjointed and stupid like like somebody used an example on a podcast this week about how the one area where it's just like the toxic gas and it's a quarry. And then for whatever reason, you end up at a windmill and at the top of the windmill, there's some like snake princess. It's, t- it's bad. Like it makes no sense and it's stupid. Yeah. That, I get that. That, that did not detract. No. One bit from not my at experience all. with that game. Not at all. It seems, Harvest it seems Valley, like, that's what it was. It seems like the people that Earth and talk about Dark Souls one being the best one is, 
they only played that one. Like, that's the only Souls game they played. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the experience of demons and how similar it was to Dark... Like, Dark Souls was very similar to demons. They just made a better-looking or better environment. And then Dark Souls 2 kind of went back to what demons was that's with, like, so a true. hub-like structure. So, yep. like, I look at Dark Souls 2 as, like, a... It's like a playground. That that game's like a playground because you just constantly are upgrading things, getting different things. There's a lot of content in that game, especially with the DLC. Yeah, it's it's so outrageous. It's kind of just like I have a lot to do in this and I like the gameplay so much. I don't care that the worlds aren't connected with shortcuts. That's couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. And and like Dark Souls 3, I really appreciated how again this one is fairly interconnected in a way in, a, in its own way it's still very linear and it was cool the environments were great i really enjoyed the new engine because it just looked amazing the whole time and bosses were very challenging and i really appreciated that yeah there were a couple in, times you texted three, us <laughs> yes i wanted to bring that up at some point whenever i was gonna get to you're my not experience. really having trouble which i've is had interesting. zero trouble with anything other than abyss the abyss watchers yeah, like, and that wasn't even that hard of a fight, no, which is funny. I destroyed Wolnir. I destroyed the Crystal Sage. Um, the Deacons were the Deacons were one of the coolest bosses I've ever fought, but I beat it on my first try. Like, yeah, that was like a gimmicky thing, mm-hmm. but it was cool. Nick, are the Abyss Watchers uh, comparable to like Ruined Sentinels? Maybe. Um, I only no. say that because it's plural. I'm wondering if it's well, there the so the I think the best thing in Dark Souls Three are the boss battles. They're they're all different they're for all, the most part. There there's like one there's like one bad one and that's it. And the the Abyss Watchers is a really cool one because it's kind of like the Sentinels in that there's plural but it's done in a cool way cool. that I'll will let you find out yeah, on yeah. your own. But um yeah, I just I enjoyed all of the boss battles. Mm-hmm. And and not so much the final boss, but we'll save that till we all beat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and by the and way, that, the, the only reason I have been pumping the brakes a little bit is just because I'm still juggling Fallout. Once I beat Fallout, it's souls all the way. Yeah. So that'll be sooner rather than later. Yeah. I uh, I mean, 10 hours into this game, I was like, I am definitely doing New Game Plus. I say that with every single Souls game, and I, like, never do. And I don't know if I will with this one, and if I do, it's not going to be anytime soon. Because I did miss things, which is cool, so I'm going to go back and do them. I didn't didn't start the new game yet. And I do want to mess around more with, like, the online stuff. But I was telling you guys this morning, like, online is, is fucking broken. And and that really sucks because that was uh that was one of the best things that they changed in That's... Dark Souls two. It worked really well. It played a lot yeah. better. There were a lot more options of what you could do online. This one has good options, but it doesn't work. Like I'm having nothing but problems playing online, and it sucks. And and just to clarify for listeners, Nick is on PC. Uh, mm. Josh and I are both on Xbox. I I've definitely had problems, but on my end it hasn't been broken but i've probably lost connection or like the summonings and whatnot have been canceled uh probably about a third of the time but nick has been having problems with animations and like the player character models 
They're just yeah. like floating around, not mo- they're they're yeah. skating around, but they're not doing anything. Yeah, like that you uh, can see. Like like I'm not having connection issues. Mm-hmm. No connection issues, but once I'm in the game, there's like a really high chance that the people that I'm playing with and if for for example I was doing boss battles this morning the boss that we're fighting they're not animating <laughs> like they're just standing still and everything's still really happening funny. but you can't see it so how yeah. can you possibly contribute and actually the boss was not attacking either mm-hmm. like we could attack it and i couldn't see that the the players i was playing with were attacking but we were all doing damage and it was just really weird like we were all just standing around and then the other problems was half the time I can't get into the fog door to even fight the boss. So, yeah. And and PVP's just a mess. It's a mess. I don't I don't know how I don't know how people are doing it because I'll swing I'll swing my sword. It doesn't they don't they don't stagger or get staggered at all. They don't move back, which is very important. Like you need to know these animations because maybe you need to hang back or keep attacking. Mm-hmm. And and like hits don't register for like multiple seconds, so it's like impossible to even judge what I'm doing. Wonder if that's a PC only issue? Because I don't know. I've been invaded. I don't know because you haven't done it, right? Well, I've been invaded like two or three times, but there was no like no hiccups, no hitches. You um, got invaded by NPCs. Yeah, I was just gonna ask about we, that. We talked about that. You got invaded by NPCs, and obviously you're not gonna have connection. No, there's no problem online. Right, fair enough. And, yeah. oh, you know what else, Josh? Uh, and I only found this in the settings recently. You can go in. I was seeing a lot of very basic names that didn't look like Souls NPC names, but also couldn't be gamer tags. Mm-hmm. And I went into my settings. The default setting is to display the player's in-game name. So if they entered oh. Assface, that's right. what you would see. It doesn't. So I changed it to gamer tag because that makes it easier to tell between a player and an NPC. Interesting. Yeah, I was that. wondering that with PC that. too because you can change your name to anything mm-hmm. on Steam at, at any time, and that's what I just figured. I figured was going on, but I didn't even consider that was their character name. So back to the single player, where is your hesitation coming from? Like what? What were you expecting out of it? Um, I don't know. Not really anything. I'm. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to sound so negative. Absolutely fucking adored this game. Yeah. Like really, really great entry in the series. It just, as somebody who has been a fan and played the shit out of the other ones, and in total, hundreds and hundreds of hours in the series, it's just it's the exact same thing. That's why. Like, there's no. Not really many new weapons. All the armor's the same. They took out upgrading armor, which I now have an argument why I hate that. The uh, the fact that you can't upgrade armor. So, like, we were talking, I think, offline about how that's kind of cool because it encourages you to just change your look yeah, all the time. I, yeah, you get to see new things. That's that's cool, sure. But but when it when you get to a point where uh, later in the game where for me I'm not using a shield and I'm relying completely on dodging and I do have to expect to take a lot of damage throughout a battle. I can't do anything about that. Yeah, what I about when I you can't have upgrade my armor? Final set. I can't I can't upgrade my armor. I can't start wearing heavy armor because that's not what my character's tuned for, so it wouldn't help me, it would just hurt me. And that really sucks. Like that 
it, it seems like a small thing, but like, why would they take that away? So in the yeah, prior it, two, you could upgrade armor the exact prior same way. Three, up, the prior three, exact same way. Every game, yeah, every game you could upgrade armor. The same Basically, way you upgrade weapons. It's, yes, it's something that we were expecting as um, long time, long time, you know. Players. Yeah, and it just it just seems so weird. And then um, and then that goes into the weapon stuff too, like. You kind of don't really get to put a lot of upgrading stuff into your weapons until pretty late game. How was that and different? In in Dark Souls 2, you basically get because of the length of the game probably <laughs> and the amount of content, you get to a point where you can sort of start farming materials very early. You have a ton of different weapons that you can start upgrading at a pretty early stage. Resources so it lets are more abundant. It lets you it lets you like experiment more and that and that goes back to like the whole playground thing where I could just use Titanite, the upgrade material, willy nilly basically in Dark Souls two to figure out exactly what weapons I wanted to use. Wherein Dark Souls three, three. no, in three you basically have to commit to something for ninety percent of the game, and then when you get to like the end game stuff, then you are awash in titanite and and it's kind of ridiculous it's not balanced very well and no and and again it's just like it you just took things away you know like it's a great it's a greatest hits without some of the really basic without some of the greatest hits yeah like it's it's weird yeah titanite as an example there's not near as much of it and it requires way more i have only upgraded my s to plus three and it needed like i don't know might have needed three for the first one and six for the second. I could it be totally off, but it wait, was way more. It definitely more. seems S-talk like it's take more. Titanite knight shards, does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a typical weapon. It should. Yeah, oh, a... I was I, I thought you said Estus. Never mind. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, that's why I was really confused. <laughs> That'd be yeah. funny. The only thing um, I can't find are Titanite chunks. Like shards, I have a ton of. Like, yeah, the higher the chunks and slabs, those are all rarer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, and by the way, on the topic of the S stock, I was watching that insane walkthrough that you guys sent. So there's a there's a guy. What is his name? Distortion two or something like that. The speedrunner. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he can get through all the bosses in like an hour. It's outrageous. Yeah, but it's insane. He was using an S stock. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He loves that super fast poking that I was lauding so much in the first or last episode. Mm-hmm. I so. have not switched weapons from the Uchi since I got it. Yes, real quick, because we're 15 minutes in already. Welcome to the 2v1 podcast. <laughs> I'm Nick, joined by Josh and Alex every week where we talk about video games. And, and obviously, and we're, souls. We, we've been talking about <laughs> souls for 15 minutes. But yeah, Josh, like again, I would actually never expect you to switch up because you don't play games that way, mm-hmm. apparently. And <laughs> and luckily for you, that's how you basically should play this one. He which, plays video games the opposite of the way he lives life. Automatic commitment. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I used uh, I used the Uchi the whole game, too, because I was expecting to find better katanas, and I only got one other katana at the end of the game. And they're really cool. I, I sent you guys a snap. It's like a dual-wielding katana, and it, it has a cool, like, a really sweet weapon art where you jump up and do this, that like, ninja slash. slash. Yeah, it's, it's really cool, but, like... Scaling it's at bonus? the end of the game. Better? It's, it's what? Was the scaling be- uh, bonus better? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's but really it's at the, the end of the game. Thing. So yeah. like, I've been I've been messing around with them 
now, but I've beaten everything mostly that's difficult so far. I do still have optional bosses to do, but... And that's cool that there are bosses that you can miss. Yeah, that's okay. always... That's kind of always been the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm having yeah. a blast. Yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's still really good. Wait, it's just... I want to go back to the Titanite thing. I thought we discussed mm. that you said something along the lines of the shards you can buy continuously, which is different from the prior game. That was a different item. That was the Homeward Bone. Mm. But you can also buy Titanite, the regular Titanite shard and large Titanite shard from the one vendor after a certain, uh, after you give her a certain ash. dust, ash, whatever. And and in Dark Souls 2, you could buy infinite Titanite and large Titanite. You could never buy infinite chunks and obviously slabs. There's only so many in a playthrough. So... Okay, so and that's that is one thing I don't like. Then is like you said, having one weapon from the beginning of the game, you upgrade that weapon and you use your shards and chunks. Now all of a sudden, if you want to upgrade a different weapon, you can't in that playthrough because there's only a limited amount of chunks. Up until a point. Up until a point. Up until a point, you get a shit ton. Like in the in the one of the last areas of the game, I had I had a ton of them. I let let's put it this way: the the double katana thing that I got. I was able to level that up all the way to nine, like immediately after oh, wow. getting it, because because by the point I got it was after I had collected all of these like this wealth of Titanite all of a sudden. So, and it was at the end of the game. Hmm. Do either of you yeah. infuse your weapon with anything? I did. I made the Uchi Katana sharp. Okay. To get better dexterity scaling. Yes. Okay. So, infusion is different in this one, and I actually kind of really like how it is done where it only takes one of those gems one time and then it's always that how was whereas it? in in the previous games you had to only upgrade once you once you converted that weapon to that type mm -hmm. you could only upgrade with that type of gem didn't know that nick yeah the in two at least yeah i don't remember i don't remember how that worked in the first dark souls i want to say it was similar I really wanted to experiment with that in two, but I, that was they're I so limited in two. Well, and that's and I learned so much more about it that it was it's a bad idea for a purely like strong build with no yes. magic because if you're example, not doing magic, none of that stuff's worth it. Yeah, because that permanently changes. For example, Josh, if your weapon gets a, a strength and dexterity scaling bonus. Uh, in two, if you infuse it with fire, it might switch over to having a bonus for, for example, dexterity and faith. And then you're totally, yeah, you're picking up fire damage, but you totally just screwed yourself and you don't get that strength scaling and you're getting yep. nothing off your faith bonus. Yeah, it kind of it kind of sucked yeah. how that worked. And yeah. it's still, it's the same way in this one, too. Pretty sure. Huh. So, yeah. I don't like how whenever you talk to someone to join a covenant, it automatically says that you join the covenant. But then you actually don't. But you don't yeah. until you equip, you equip it. Because yep. I'm not going to say which one it is, but I spoke to someone who gave you the covenant or whatever. And mm -hmm. because I did that without checking, I had two people in Firelink leave. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how the NPC stuff works. 
but you're not really supposed to know what impacts what. No, and I, I get that, and that's fine. Yeah, but you you should have to equip the item to join the covenant. Yeah, I, I, I that's true. I, at the beginning of it, it's weird. Yeah, like because um, I was confused with a bunch of them too. There were multiple characters that I talked to and it was like pledge your allegiance to whatever and I was like in previous games this could be a problem so I never did that and uh, I think they fixed that in two actually in the first Dark Souls if you were in a covenant and you accidentally talked to another character and joined that covenant you immediately lose access forever to that previous covenant oh wow yeah so again another thing that many people do not appreciate or take advantage of that was a change that they made in dark souls 2 that was a quality of life thing that really improved the game and nobody likes to give it any accolades at all <laughs> yeah you you really really do not like the dark souls 2 it it pisses me off it's, it's annoying it's, that it's game's annoying. perfect it's so good it's it's so good and <laughs> it's if you if you are playing the souls games and enjoying it it's because you like the gameplay like First i understand foremost. getting I understand getting like enjoyment out of the environment and everything because I as I've said Dark Souls 2 never fully overtook my love for the first game but it's very close and the only reason I can not really say it does is because the first Dark Souls was a pivotal moment in games for me it's one of my all-time favorite games of all time it always will be because it was so crazy and there's merit to that for sure. Like what it did, it did really well. But at the end of the day, what you're doing in the game is fighting things by swinging weapons and Dark Souls 2 does it the best. Yep. Other than 3. I mean, 3 is the same as 2, basically. But, yeah. So th this may be because this is the first entry that I'm actually really into in playing. But anytime the Soul series is spoken of, Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone really just references Dark. Yeah. Why? yeah Nobody talks true. about Demon so, Souls. So, Nobody talks about Dark Souls 2. No, I meant Souls in general. Like Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark right. Souls. Right. I, I know, I know what you mean, Josh. Going back to Demon Souls, do you know why that name change happened? Or was that first game like that different? Oh, from uh, no, it's not that different. Uh, Demon Demons was completely owned by Sony. And from software... Uh, okay. Want, I guess from software figured out a, a publishing deal with uh I always get this messed up. Ban Namco, Namco Bandai? Bandai. Yeah. Uh I in my head I always want to say Bamco Nandai or the other or like the other words Spoonerism. in the opposite direction. Yeah, like anyway, they they got another publishing deal that allowed a multi platform that release, makes so they had to change sense. And they had to change the name. It seems obvious. I just didn't even think about that. Yeah. No, it Demon Souls is is a Souls game. Mm -hmm. It's not any different, really, other than um, they vastly improved how the stats look. <laughs> you should, Josh. You should look up the stat screen from Demon's Souls. I will do that. It's <laughs> it's it's horrendous. It's horrendous, <laughs> and it's it is the most obtuse thing ever. Like I I played ninety percent of that game not knowing what any of it meant. <laughs> I agree with that. I yeah. I totally did not do even half the homework on that game as I did later on. And I and I came to Demons a little late, like maybe a year or so after it first released. So and I the was wiki, years late. The wiki was up and running and I used it, but I still, like even trying to learn the wiki was like 
what am I looking at? What is any of this stuff? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I will probably never play it. Well, no, you won't, because I don't see you buying a PS3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly why. Yeah. I actually, I, I wonder if that's a game that's available on their streaming service for now. PlayStation Now. That one's PlayStation Now. <laughs> that was so, like... It probably isn't. That was, like, such an in-the-moment, like, story. Whenever that first launched, like, oh, PlayStation Now is going to be some big thing. And then, when's the last time you heard anything about PlayStation Now? I don't know. Yeah, it's... It kind of sucks for them. Especially when Xbox was like, hey, we figured out how to do backwards compatibility. Where Sony has a service that you have to pay for. That, and I heard it. It's it's not great. Yeah, it's and it's streaming. Mm -hmm. It's not, um... It's not saved locally to your console. Yes, but I want to go back real quick and mention my Lord's comment from last week. And just want to yeah, say, yeah, do you want to revise? I want that? to say I retract it and I now get good. It, it that's all good. That's all good saying. public admission. One of us. I, you know what though? I'm <laughs> one of us. I don't know if I if I'm okay with not dying too much through this, or if I wish it was a little more difficult. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised because you're playing a similar character, but I think you do a lot more damage than I probably do because you have the, uh, magic bonus well, I've, where the magic, I don't. Oh, the pyro, the pyro stuff I use. Yeah. yeah. I've, I played strictly, uh, physical. I just bought soul arrow. I'm probably not going to use it that much, but I like to have it. Well, remember last week too, I mentioned that like that first boss, um, I could only really beat with range. And, like, through the first, you know, couple hours, I used ranged attacks pretty often. Right. I don't even carry one anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I do nothing ranged. I don't even carry a bow. That's crazy. Yeah. The bow is so useful. I cheese so many things with the bow because mm-hmm. it's the way to do it. <laughs> yep. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm having no problems. I'm, with... However, I'm curious how you'll handle some something okay. later without a bow. Um, yeah, I like it. But I played something else this week, something interesting. Yeah, a little game called Gears of War. How how long did you play it for? Because it didn't seem very long. Five matches, five or six matches. So I played a decent okay. amount. Okay, it's enough. Yeah, it's enough for an opinion. That is that is going into open beta on April twenty fourth for everybody. I think Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Gears of War. And we all knew that was going to happen. It, yep, after their announcement, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you yeah be sure me, to listen to our episode, Shockingly New. Yeah. If anybody wants to hear about that. If you sat gross. me down in a chair with the, with the Gears of War, and you put on two, three, or this one, I wouldn't be able to tell you which game I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you like removed yourself away a couple years, so you didn't remember maps and stuff. Now the yep. the uh, the only major change, which isn't even that major, is they added a, a mantling over objects. That's it. Oh yeah, that's just like a. I think that's making Gears of War yeah. modern. Yeah. So, whenever I first started, though, I want to just throw out how awkward the control scheme is for Gears of War. Is it? It's weird. Like, it's it's super strange. I don't know if it's just because I've been away from it for so long 
but it yeah. is a difficult to control game until you get into it at least like something to get that well yeah, yeah but I mean... but it's not it's i don't know it just feels it felt awkward and i don't know if that's coming from playing you know halo so much lately or even Souls. yeah when's the last time you played yeah. a third person over the shoulder shooter very true but i don't know it feels weird and i don't know if i'm really that excited for it i'm not at all I don't know. when After... you say it feels weird josh i have to wonder if it's in this always comes back to my claw configuration because in order for me to to roadie run and aim at the same time you have to use the claw do you hold the controller that way no, but they there's a control scheme now. It's called the uh, the tournament control scheme where roadie running is left bumper, so you don't have to do that. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to claw your way through this one. Um, I um. Now oh, go ahead. I, I mean, other than that, nothing, nothing is different. No. Not a single thing other than bounties, and all bounties are they had to throw in cards of some sort. Oh yeah, uh, yep. Rarity based cards wouldn't be a 2016 no. video game without would, that. No, it really all, wouldn't. All it would not are, be an online shooter. All those are before a match starts. You use one for the game, and that it, all they do is boost your experience. That's it. Mm. Whatever. It's it's similar to the way Halo is set up with those. Um. So, do you start to see why I was disappointed with Doom's multiplayer having all of that shit? Because it's useless. Succumbing to it. Yeah, it's it's useless. Like, all of that stuff outside of just the mo- like the games, it's annoying and needs to go away. It's a trend that needs to die. But it doesn't hurt anything. It does. It took time away from development, and they implemented stuff like that. Nobody is starting on equal footing ever, even if it's a miny, minor, miny, a minor little adjustment to anything. Nobody's starting on equal footing, and that's really lame in shooters anymore. Like most of my disinterest in them anymore so call of duty ruined online multiplayer shooters kind of halo starts like that now like yeah yeah do i play halo saying it's guilty that was one of the that was one of the things that i was not excited about at all with halo i meant halo doesn't do that now their arena matches everyone starts the same all the guns are on the map nothing's different no, you still change a loadout, don't you? No. no. Not in Arena. Arena's pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah Arena's well, back to like old school Halo where it's just everyone starts the exact same. Well, no matter what, it's not really Halo anymore no, to I, me either because it yeah. doesn't feel like Halo. It feels like Call of Duty. Yeah. Like two, <laughs> 2 was the one where you started off worthless. You started with an SMG. Yes, and yeah. that's what that's what I want things to go back to. That's yeah. what That's what Doom absolutely should have been because that's how classic shooters mm-hmm. are. I wonder yeah. what the universal war. thought on that is. Like, I'm sure it's, know. oh, make this game as caudy as possible. I'm I think, sure I think that's most, the universal consensus. I think most people that are like way invested into online shooters and typically play those want that. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they, I, Developers are not stupid. They know that the majority of players want that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, but, but anyway, Gears. It, it, you know, I looks looks like an Xbox 360 yeah, it game. Look good. I wish there was yeah. more to say about it, but it, there isn't. No. Nope. <laughs> and again, I though, didn't even play it, and I know that. Again, though, it is just three maps for a beta. But 
I don't yeah, expect whatever. anything else. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, Horde's. Cool. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out because I didn't have this early access, but I'm already not interested. <laughs> I'll get you it know? because I know there will be. If even a quarter of the people that I usually play with get it, that will be enough people to warrant me playing it online from a social standpoint. Oh, that whole gang, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll otherwise, I, yeah. yeah, who cares? There's there's no substantial value to it. Yeah, no, huge waste of time for me. <laughs> a waste the, of code. <laughs> yeah, the I, I would like to still check out the campaign just because maybe, depending on how that gets received. But yeah, I don't I don't know if I care. Probably going to be a red box. I, well, exactly, Josh. That's I'm going to wait and see what people say about it. If it's if it's some if if it's even compared in the slightest way to the campaigns of two or three, I'll play it because those were fun. They were really stupid mm-hmm. and insane. So. I mean, that worm cutting yourself out of that damn worm <laughs> in two. That was ridiculous. I love I th- it. I think the only thing they've really pushed with the campaign itself is saying it's going to be a lot darker and more like horror based but whatever it's already ultra violent how else how is it going to get any darker i don't understand so did anybody play anything else i finally started banner saga this morning and how is it it's banner saga it's the same game basically (laughs) well that's good i i it is good. Yeah. I didn't uh I only played maybe like an hour and a half. Um but the Banner Saga is a tactical turn-based role-playing game uh on a grid where you are moving people around and picking attacks and positioning them in specific ways and Banner Saga has a very sort of different take on it where you have to choose to either attack an enemy's armor or their health and that adds like a whole other level to it. Um, I really liked the first game. I talked about it on like one of our earlier episodes. This one, the second one is basically the same game. (laughs) But again, the first one was like, it was kind of like a taste of, of the, of the series and what was coming and like the really beautiful animation and everything. So I actually wanted more when that game ended. And that's fine if this one is basically the same. I think I've read that they made some minor adjustments to the battling being better, so that's good. Because it got pretty tedious in the first game. But I've heard nothing yeah. but good, other than some minor complaints about the ending. Like the final battle. Yeah, I, whatever. I mean, I know there's, there's almost certainly going to be another game, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's a huge cliffhanger or or something like that. I don't know. One thing that's cool, though, and and I feel like maybe I didn't really talk about in the first time, th- this is a game where you make a lot of choices. Yeah, I, like, it's heavily based on that, isn't it? Like that's- yeah, you, you constantly are choosing multiple, like, do we kill this person? Do we try and hide from this? How, many, how much food should I have so my clansmen can eat, uh, like, are people happy? It has all these things. It has all these things that you're managing kind of outside, similar to like XCOM where you had to manage a base. This one is more like straight up survival. Like your people need to eat. They need to be happy. They need to be uh, well rested to battle. And um, I was able to import 
choices from my first game. That's fun. Yeah. So I kind of should have expected that, I guess, but I didn't. So when it when I started the game and saw that was an option, that was that's pretty cool because like the end of the first game could be different for people. Like it, it was a binary choice, but it still changed things. And then it also carried over like what level my party was and all the characters I had and like what equipment they were using, which is pretty interesting. So that's cool. I'm I'm glad. But is anything else that, on your radar in the coming weeks? No. I'm gonna i I'm gonna play Super Mario Galaxy. That's fun. The yeah. first one? Yeah. Because I've never really played them, other than, like, a couple minutes, so. What's, what's Wii? What is the Wii? The best system know. ever. The so, most yes. commercially successful system ever. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, there was quite a bit of news this week. There was. There was <laughs> some interesting news. Let's save the... I mean, do you have a list? Is there anything you wanted to go over? Or the we... only... I only had the one. The one? Alright, well then there's there's... Two more things that I guess I could just want to briefly at least mention. Um, no more 360s are being made. Yep. End of an era. End of I an era. saw that. That's, that is crazy. Uh, Lawbreakers is actually going to be good. Supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> How is that news? It's not out. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, very few people have played it. Finally, previews are finally co- are coming out for it. And I think people were hesitant for a while on what it was, but supposedly I'm people are liking it, and it's yeah. I don't know. I guess it's really not that big of a deal. No, that's I was like b- underwhelming news, Josh. I know. Thanks. Sorry, that's like not even news. <laughs> Other than people got to play it. I don't know if we really talked about that. Lawbreakers is a first-person shooter from Cliffy mm-hmm. B of old epic fame. Um. It looks, I don't know. I, I I kind of don't have a lot of interest. It's nice to hear that people are having fun with it, like the few journalists that got to play it, but I don't know. We'll move on from that. Uh, Borderlands 3 yeah. just got announced. Wait, really? Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you so. guys ever play the pre-sequel? No. no. Neither did I. <laughs> I. I'm not going to. I thought I would, but I'm not going to because I know it's just more more of mm-hmm. the old games. Yeah. So. so that begs the question. Are you excited about 3? Yes. I want a a revamp with better hardware. I want to see I want to see what maybe they can do differently with more resources. Now current gen and, only. Yes. And yes. it will be a current gen one. So yep. I'm excited. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, they uh they just came out and said now that Battleborn is pretty much coming up to launch, the next thing they are working on is Borderlands 3. When Battleborn launches dead on arrival. D-O-A Battleborn. Yeah. You want to take us into the big one? Yeah. So, to recall some conversations we've had about mid-generation hardware revamps for consoles, some news broke that the PlayStation 4 is doing this. Almost certainly. It's not technically confirmed by Sony yet, but it has been confirmed by multiple, like, inside sources. Uh, Various journalist websites had people let them know that they've had this information for a while. And the PlayStation 4 Neo, 
<laughs> some more some more Matrix titles because VR was originally known as uh, PlayStation Morpheus. But um, yeah. So the Neo is a minor minor upgrade to the original PlayStation Four hardware that. At looking at the specs, it's a better GPU, but lots of the talk around the internet is that it's like not really that big a leap in performance. Like maybe games that are out now could be bumped up to like 60 frames, but we're not going to see like a huge jump in better textures or anything. The the original rumor of this was it was the PS4K in order to run things at 4K resolution, which was a pipe dream the minute it was announced because games are already too hard to run in 4K with, like, beefy-ass PCs. So there was no way, no way a PlayStation 4 was going to get launched that could run current games in 4K. It can, however, use the new Blu-rays that are out? I don't know if they're out yet. I'm not sure. There, I there have is dropped a, off the map with Blu-rays. I didn't there, there is a realize. new Blu-ray format coming out huh. that supports 4K because current Blu-rays do not. Um, so there, the the PlayStation 4 Neo is going to be able to do a lot of other things in 4K, just not games right now. And I don't think it's which, native 4K. I think it's an upresing. No, yeah, you're right. Even even like the video stuff, it's not native. Yeah, which whatever that yeah. means, I'm not really that savvy with stuff yeah, like that. I agree. But, um, whatever, I that doesn't even mean anything to me. It it matters for some reason. Yeah, but um, that's not important to me anyway. It I, I only care about the game. Gaming, I only yeah. care about the gaming part, and I also don't care about 4K. Like whenever it actually becomes the standard, which could be a little while still cuz not many things are even in 4K, then I'll worry about it. But it's just crazy that Sony, you know, with all the flack that Xbox got with their non-announcements and rumors and speculation that Phil Spencer came out and said like we're not doing this. Don't worry about it. And then Sony just kind of has secretly actually been doing this and it came to light now and nobody expected that to happen. Like in our original episode where we talked for a long time about the, uh, about Microsoft doing this, we were, I was under the assumption that Sony would just ride it out. The PlayStation four selling like hotcakes doing very well, has a huge established base and taking a, a bit of a leap of faith here really yeah like and now they're splitting it in a way and now they're kind of they're kind of taking their install base and saying well there's this better there's this better PlayStation 4 now and if you want to get it you you're basically going to have to spend the new the price of a new console again unless you sell your old one through eBay or GameStop or something and it's just really, I don't know, this is crazy and fascinating. And, again, consoles are in a really weird place. And we saw this coming, in a way, because they are, the hardware is getting dated fast. And they can't keep up. So, 
what is this going to mean, you know, going forward? Like, and, and then also net more information leaked with Xbox where they are testing prototypes of another Xbox. And that, that is plural. <laughs> yeah, multiple. So, so that, that could mean that they have nothing planned really at all in like anytime soon that it could be in the very early stage if they're doing like, you know, the word itself, prototypes. Sony's is like concrete. This is happening, and it is coming out. And there's, there's and, even, and it is this hardware. There's even kind of a soft date for it. Yes, there is. Uh, yeah, October, I believe, is whenever developers can start. What is it? Launching the games with Neo mode attached to it. It's not can they must. Okay, that's right. They must, and then all all the games that are currently out. Have the have option, the option. To whether or yes. not they want to throw a patch out for the Neo upgrade. Yes. So, what else happens in October? PlayStation VR. Yeah, it's weird that they're potentially launching two things at once, right? So how much? Like that seem- so how much is the VR PS4 Neo going to cost? The uh, bundle, because I'm sure that's going to be a thing. That yeah, and people have been talking about that. Like, it can't really be discounted unless unless they're trying to unless they're trying to give more of an incentive to move the the vr units you know so like oculus rift is six hundred dollars vive is eight i don't remember how much it is what if playstation launched the neo with their vr for 700 or something you know like hey this is an easier setup you know, it's not a PC. It doesn't have anything weird. It's just a console you plug in and then you plug the VR into it. Like, maybe they'll try and do something like that. That could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like, on, they're becoming on... the new uh, Nintendo DS. Now we have PlayStation 4, Neo, VR, so, Hi Fi Deluxe 3000 Lite. For, for everybody's hesitation about console upgrades nintendo has been doing this with the ds for like 10 years yeah that's true that's i mean like and it's handheld but your point is still valid yeah i forget that it doesn't matter it they're a little cheaper but when ds is launched they're like 300 dollars. so this has been happening for a while and like maybe there was some murmurings of like oh they just you know phase out the old ds whatever but Nowhere near on the level of something like Sony doing it. And I just can't wait for E3 to to find out exactly what's happening. Because I didn't really expect Sony to make a statement about this. But at the same time, E3 is still like a month away. And that just leaves more time for people to freak out. We have to do another E3 episode too. Oh yeah, sure. definitely. <laughs> so you, our listeners can expect that pretty much. What maybe the day after, or well, I I tried looking into that. It's too early to say like exactly how fast, but um, the conferences aren't all on one day. So oh okay, that's, that's the problem. Okay, anyhow, that, it'll be timely. Let's that, put it that way. And this yeah. year, a lot of companies are doing stuff outside of E three. So not not important. Yeah. The the importance of E3 this year hardware is not games. It is hardware. And that is all the big players, the, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. The Nintendo so. laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Josh and I were joking that what if Nintendo releases some 
weird laptop like thing like it, it's it's technically a console that's on the go but who, it also has all these other who odd features you the never X, know the, X is gonna be. the nintendo laptop yeah mark my words yeah alex you have no opinion on this you've been I, quiet I, well you guys already know my opinion like there's unless somebody forces my hand i don't have any interest in upgrading again well and, okay and, Go ahead. That's the thing. You don't have to. Yeah. And and that's what people are freaking out about is they feel like they have to, but you don't at all. No. And, it, and actually, when when we first talked about this, I even said the five year ago, Alex, yes, would have fought, felt that compulsion. Thankfully, over the years, Josh has had a subversive effect on me and uh, enlightened me and like, no, I don't need that as long as my stuff still works and. You know, I'm my hand isn't being forced. I'm whatever. I like. I don't care. That's cool that the options out there. I, it's 2016. Yeah. I realized how fast stuff gets outdated. But if mine works, I'm not worried about it. If, if yeah, anything, and it's better for someone like us who don't own PS4s right now. Yeah, exactly. because when I whenever I yeah. finally want to have my Bloodborne experience, it'll be even better. Hopefully, if, if right. Bloodborne gets hopefully. The Yes, you would. You would certainly think a title like that would. Yes, but that's I, just my gut feeling. Yes, I would think so as well. But you never know. What if this actually doesn't even happen? I mean, the the funny thing is, is like there is very, very hard evidence for this from multiple sources. But with the backlash that they've got, basically unanimously, like, what if they just decided not to do it? How crazy would that be? But. I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is basically a set in stone thing. And I don't get why everyone's so upset. Well, okay. So, well, we didn't really hit that yet. So, like, the the thought is, which is kind of what we discussed with the Xbox stuff previously, is that if there's a better one available, what are developers going to prioritize? Are they going to make it work the best on the on the newer version and then kind of port it to the older one. And then that one, that one might have problems or something, or are they going to develop for the one with the most install base, like the current PS4 of like 40 million people. And then the one that is the Neo, maybe games don't really get any benefit because developers don't spend time doing anything for it. And that's something from, hold on. They say specifically how developers must do things for these. It must run and still work on the original PlayStation 4. They they are not allowed to like release a game, you know, as they say, that just breaks in a console. poor state. It must work. It must work on both. It must be playable on both. There are no Neo specific anything. There's not allowed to be any disparity between the two neo is not allowed to have like a separate mode or anything nothing it has to be the exact same game and then the the only requirement for the neo is that it has to have like it has to be running at some different like a slightly better performance or something i can't remember what it was but regardless they have to be exactly the same which is what everybody freaks out about is that like oh that's not going to happen they're they're just going to abandon the existing ps4 no they aren't because more people have that one they want if they want to continue to sell games you better be damn sure it works better 
or as good on the one that the most people have. And so, like, people, like, the fact that everybody's so outraged over this is a little ridiculous. Like, it doesn't affect, on its face, it doesn't affect them at all. The, the like, internet all. overreacted, imagine that. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I read a couple times, and, and, and it's an infuriating notion, that, like, there are people that say, because I know this better one is there, that ruins my experience and makes me think I have to get it. Well, that's like, your own damn well, shut your, up. That's your internal problem. Yeah, like shut shut up. That has nothing to do with anybody except yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything at all. And and I've seen that a lot. That is a very common sentiment. Sentiment. And, yes. Like when it comes to that argument too, it's almost like well, from everyone that is upset about this, why do you want to hold back technology? No, I know. That's all I know. you're saying and, is okay. This is coming out, which is better. Mm-hmm. I don't. I already have the old one, so I don't. I don't even want that thing to come out, even though it's better mm-hmm. technology and good for for video games, essentially. Essentially, yeah, yeah, I know. And and like, there's this precedent of twenty some years of video games where consoles lasted a little longer, but. Just because that is how it used to be doesn't mean that can't change. You know, like that I've seen that a lot too. Consoles are supposed to last a long time. Why? Who said that? According to Just yeah. because they did in the past? Calculators <laughs> used to take up entire rooms. Yeah, we got to the moon with a weaker computer than our cell phones. Yeah. You know, that's like the mo- that common yeah. thing. Yeah. So like no, just because it was done this way in the past is not how it has to be done going forward at mm-hmm. all. And then then the counter argument, well, I bought it expecting that. Well, manage your expectations because that's not how things are going now that we know that. We live <laughs> so in like, 2016. Apple releases yeah, a cell phone every year. Yeah, and like the the cell phone example has been beaten to death and is a little different because of subscriptions and contracts and blah 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 whatever but at the same time it's very similar so it all comes down to expectations it does like you expect that with cell phones because that's how it's always been i don't even so the the notion of buying a console and expecting it to last a long time i've never felt that way me neither never i've never even considered that at all like just for me personally like i got a ps2 had a PS2 for a long time. That was primarily my console. I got an Xbox because I wanted to play Xbox games. So that took time away from my PS2, not technically lasting forever. Like that generation lasted a long time, but it never was something I considered. And then 360 and PS3 lasted way longer than even the companies themselves thought they would last. Yeah, totally. So like that's not even a precedent. It's just they they got lucky and coasted a little bit. It's... Uh, it's just weird. And in hindsight, could have coasted even longer. <laughs> yeah, definitely, because look at the not real big upgrade in anything. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Xbox at, at the One. Launch. The Xbox One, you know, took away a ton of features that were great on 360. You know, like why? It, they should have just rode with 360 for a little bit yeah. longer or something. Especially when most of them are back now. Yeah. Like they, yeah. <laughs> they, they went back to what was working. Yeah. yeah. And like. And I know it's different 
with with a Neo compared to the four, I know it's different because of how a game is being played, the, the graphical fidelity and the thirty FPS to sixty FPS. And this again, that none of that's confirmed. No, but like nobody really knows how much better it's going to do. And I need to go back and look at dates, but I mean, look at look at the elites coming out and the upgraded hard drives and new systems. And yeah. like while that's not you know up doing anything for the game itself. People were no. buying these systems who already had the old ones yeah. and weren't complaining. Yep. Now you're just getting more value. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. And it yes. just it comes back to, okay, so in a hypothetical situation, so they have this new thing. Now, I, can, I admit, if they did not set out this very clear set of terms where they're saying it must be developed for the current user base, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it's got to work at these specs. If they didn't do that, that leaves room for speculation. And, yeah, you can worry a little bit. But that's yeah, it's not like the they case. They got out in front of this. Yeah, they got out in, in front. In a weird and way. And they're saying your, your current experience isn't going to be ruined. Now, if you want to pony up a little extra cash, it would be better. But hypothetically, let's say we never did this and this was a traditional console release. You'd be fine you wouldn't with know. that. Yeah, you so, wouldn't even so know. So just shut up. Mm-hmm. It, like it, you wouldn't know. It wouldn't make any difference. It, it's funny you you say they got out in front of this because technically Sony hasn't done anything well, yet. Yeah, with their with their where this stuff came from was design documents. Mm-hmm. What they would release to developers, giving them notice of how this is going to work. Like so, it is essentially from Sony's mouth. By the way, I it wanna... just wasn't. They just didn't do. They didn't you know, break the news themselves. I'm going to throw a shout out to Austin from Giant Bomb. Like, Giant yeah. Bomb does not typically break yeah. news. but This Giant news Bomb was broken from Giant Bomb, which <laughs> is not what Giant Bomb is at all. <laughs> so, Austin, it's pretty fine, however you managed to do that. Yeah. I think it was Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Austin Walker, great great writer. Or anybody that ever checks out Giant Bomb. But, um, it's funny, though, because, like, Eurogamer came out, like, a day later, and they were like, we had this, too, and Giant Bomb beat it, beat us to this story. <laughs> Good for them. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Good for Giant Bomb. Yeah. So. So we'll see. We'll see. Back back to the console generation getting super weird after Phil Spencer got out and said it's not happening, and everybody was just kind of forgetting about Sony, even considering it's this. It's going to be super interesting. Once Sony confirms this, which is predictably going to be in June, what hopefully what yeah. Microsoft is going to do? Are they going to come yeah, out I and mean, say something? Or what's super weird about the Microsoft stuff is they kind of like put it all to bed, and mm-hmm. and then now the they're going to stuff... be in big trouble if they have to flip flop. Well, <laughs> exactly, but but the it comes down to semantics in a way because phil spencer said we're not going to do an xbox 1.5 he he didn't say we're not going to do anything an iteration Mm -hmm. he just said it would be a major jump in hardware and if they're in this prototype phase they actually have like a a better foothold Mm -hmm. because they can see wow sony isn't really beefing up the console that much like kind of but not really maybe we can make a huge improvement on ours and that's a better selling point than the neo yeah they could the the overall speculation right now is it's been fairly negative unfortunately because i don't think it is 
but there there's some Not, no there's the internet's mad about it so this comes out doesn't do well more people are upset about it right microsoft all of a sudden well. is in a good position to not do to it not do anything and just and they look better mm-hmm. yep because i wanted to throw this out there too i completely forgot about this but microsoft sales numbers kind of leaked this week and yeah and they're like what everybody mm-hmm. has expected 18, they're like 18 million which is less less than half of the ps4 a little less than half of the ps4 so yeah so they're not doing so hot at all well they're doing great it just so happens that the ps4 is doing double great because technically it's selling better than the 360 sold at this time so okay i guess they're doing i guess fine. if you want to compare it to that, last generation that's, that's surprising still i think yeah so i mean they're doing fine yeah. they're just sony's just doing doing better twice as well yeah they're yeah. doing double fine video game pun <laughs> get out <laughs> fired <laughs> So yeah, well, this this E3 is definitely going to be interesting. And the crazy thing is, I'm most interested about Nintendo, which is very weird because I really don't care about I it. I am too. But I'm I still want to know. Really interested. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm very interested in this PlayStation 4 revamp because I'm still want to get one. So hey, you know what else might uh be brought up? Hollow Lens. When's the last time you heard that? I don't care. No. That, I, I don't care. It, every Let's not talk about VR until there's actually... Not AR, whatever. I, I would love for everybody in games to, like... Now that they're out... Let's take it... Let's chill on talking about it constantly. Mm-hmm. And see what happens. Because there's still no killer app for anything. And AR is going to be something totally different. But it is still nowhere near coming out they are just they are just opening sales for dev kits which are three grand so that's nowhere near coming out anytime soon wow we are on vr real quick though uh (laughs) oculus what is going through issues that everyone initially anticipated with facebook not having a backbone to ship with no physical nothing physical and yeah, now that sounds like a, a nightmare. Oculus is not shipping. Like, mm-hmm. people aren't getting their wrists. Yeah, like backers and pre-orders and stuff. Yep. I yeah, it sounds like a whole mess. Figured to bring that up. Mention it at least. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure Mark Zuckerberg could just throw a couple billion at it and solve that problem. Hell, even Apparently right. not. <laughs> <laughs> apparently that isn't the case. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, you gotta wonder, like, what logistical nightmare that would be. Like, to, to not have anything like brick and mortar, and all of a sudden having to ship these all these units across the U.S. I don't know how uh, Vive is doing it either. I think Vive isn't doing as well, like, in terms of getting things to people. So that's a whole other thing fashion. Sony has a one-up on with their VR. Yeah, I, I want to end this conversation forever, because you've brought it up a lot of times. PlayStation VR is going to sell. It's going to sell well. Doesn't mean anything. It might mean money for Sony, but who gives a shit about that? It. I still think it's actually not going to be as good as Oculus Survive because it's running on low, like weaker hardware. It's it's starting out on something weak from the very beginning, which is really weird. And in the end, it's, it's VR, whatever. And it's and it's something 
right now gimmicky right now so true like even even some of the pc like the oculus and vive stuff some some of the killer apps like that eve valkyrie game sounds lame as shit it's did you it's like adversarial did you did did you know that josh yeah that's all it is yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. I thought it was like some expansive big open thing and it's not. It's, it's just some just dog PvP fighting. stuff. That's lame. Yeah, which flight That's simulators lame. have kind of been doing for a while now anyways. Yeah, like you can already do that. The only difference is it's in front of your face, I guess. <laughs> you could just play real close to your screen. Yeah, you could just sit right in front of your screen <laughs> and go blind after a week. Though we're all talking without ever experiencing VR, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we could one day put it on and be like, "All right, I'm sold." Yeah, maybe. Yeah, possible. I don't think so. Um, There was that one other tiny piece of news that also got sort of reversed, but um, we tweeted about it a couple of days ago. The whole thing with Amazon testing out restricting video game sales to Prime members. So basically just a warning. Brace yourselves. Interesting times could be coming (laughs) in the retail world. And and, uh, initially... Seems like a really bad thing. You yeah, know, hiding, I, I don't get it. Hiding new games behind their subscription paywall. And that's the explanation. It's not complicated. They literally, they were testing out, you can't buy this on Amazon from Amazon, not a private seller, but directly from Amazon unless you have Prime, which it is, is real st- crazy. It is still the case, too. I just checked. On Grand a few Theft games? Auto. Yeah, I, the one that I've been consistently checking, GTA. Grand Theft Auto Five, PS4. You cannot buy directly from Amazon without having Prime. Is it, There's a button that says join Prime. Is it cheap? Oh, I think it's for the price. It is, no, it's 40 I don't know what that game costs anyway. That's probably retail still? since GTAs retain their value for way too long. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but that is a weird thing. And I don't know why, if you don't have Prime, you would sign up for Prime just to get this. I'm just going to throw it out there that I don't understand why anyone would get a video game anywhere other than Best Buy. So Yeah, let's, let's well, do yeah, that, Josh. I mean, that's yeah. for you guys, yeah. If you're going to buy physical games, guys, do it now before they raise the price or get rid of it. Buy a 30-year, two, or 30-year, God, $30, 30 year. two-year Best Buy membership and get games 20% off. Just do it. You'll be glad you did. So good. Yeah, it's just weird. And like, release you know, I, date delivery for free. Hmm. Yeah, because like even with Prime, they got rid of that. You're not gonna get release date delivery. Like you'll get your two day stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's just such a. I don't know what they're what they're who this benefits. It doesn't really benefit Prime members. It kind of does, I guess. But it benefits you in the sense that oh, I, I dodged a bullet there. Yeah, it's just really <laughs> weird. Like and. Again, it's not going to convince anybody, like, maybe I should sign up for Prime. No, I'll just go to Walmart or something yeah. and buy this. <laughs> Games. Or I'll sign up for Best Buy. Generally yeah. are not difficult to come by anymore. No, they they make it seem like it's a... They're doing you a favor or something. Like a commodity thing. Yeah. And and the, the only thing I could think of is, like, maybe they're worried... Maybe these games, they sell out of stock a lot, and they want to make sure they're... Prime members have access to them before. Yeah, Canadians? maybe. I don't know. You know what? I just, I just said games are weird. aren't difficult to come by anymore, really. But supposedly Ratchet and Clank is kind of hard to get right now. 
Yeah, th- yeah, because I guess they didn't really produce a lot yeah. of them. But that one off. That's not going to go away. They'll yeah. It's they just didn't produce enough initially, which is fun. Yeah, I heard that game's amazing, and I'd like to play it when I get a PS4 again one day. And then you'll get rid of it again. <laughs> it's just a never-ending cycle. Yep. You know, it could have ended when you just kept it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but the Uchi Katana, no problem. I'll hang on to that. I'll hang on to that. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done deal. Um, one other news announcement. This is internal. 2v1 podcast is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it will be robust. Go follow <laughs> us. We have robust. good content. <laughs> I yeah, promise we, you uh, good content. We have an actual domain now, 2v1podcast.com. And uh, we should probably wrap this up, I guess. Yeah, we're yeah we're wrapping up, but yeah we're we're slowly rolling things out. Rather than trying, uh, you know, take a too big a bite off right now, we're just sort of rolling things out gradually. Uh, obviously, I'm sure if you're a listener, you've noticed the new logo, and that, like Nick mentioned, we have the new domain. There's Instagram, so we're working on cranking out more content in 2016, both on the blog and just our social channels in general. So. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll be, eventually, we will have a new website, but there's definitely no timetable for that. Yeah, we'll be uploading <laughs> dick pics soon, so keep an eye. Oh, for that. totally. That no, that'll be on two v one podcast Snapchat. Let's, I was gonna say let's set up a Snapchat non-stop penis <laughs> my story, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end. <laughs> yes, thanks for listening. You can find us every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play has launched their podcast thing Fancy. that is still has still not shown up on my phone so who knows who actually has it but, but it's there sometimes but it's there <laughs> so if you are bought into the Google Play thing which I know some people are we're there definitely on desktop computer yeah the desktop version is available follow us on Twitter at 2v1 podcast check out our Facebook we we never plug <laughs> but uh we will yeah. I, we will be populating that again, promise. <laughs> yeah. And uh I think that's it. That's it. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Baby penis this week. Baby dick clap. <laughs>